This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again. Welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook, and it is April. Come on, warm weather. Come on. You can do it. That is what April is all about. Little of this, little of that, and we're hoping we get a little bit more of the warm stuff. Greg, how are you doing today? I'm actually doing great. I actually cheated. I was tired of waiting mm-hmm. and went down to Fort Myers with my eldest daughter and my wife, and we went uh, wakeboarding for a couple of days. Took a long weekend, shot down there. It was in the 80s. It was beautiful. Nice. And I came back to Ohio, and it was snowing. <laughs> snowing. You can't make this up, Randy. You really can't. Uh, my parents used to live in Fort Myers, and that, that bridge that goes over to the beach in Fort Myers is always fun because it's one of those bridges that goes straight up, and you don't it, before you get to the peak of it, you go, oh my God, am I going right into the water or what? It's, it's, it's a cool bridge. Well, it's one way in, one way out, too, so getting to that beach is no gem either, especially during spring break season. Absolutely. Well, that's one thing that people dream about when they get into retirement is, I'm going to spend some time and some warm weather and i'm gonna you know have a place down in florida or a place in arizona a place in ohio i'm gonna go back and forth and all of that take some planning and take some money and that is what this show is all about so we sit down each week and talk about that whole dynamic what are you going to be dealing with when you get into retirement what are the things and we've identified at least four big boulders that people may or may not think about Uh, we talk about taxes and we talk about the markets and we talk about fees and we talk about long-term care that's what this show is all about to try to get you ready for all of that. And so, Greg, one of the things that happens on this show is people actually call us, which is kind of cool. That and is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> it is cool, Randy. We love that. And when people call, we say, hey, your thing that you're worried about and you're concerned about is something that a lot of people are calling us about. So today we have Derek from Findlay. And Derek has a concern about the markets. A lot of people are worried about that right now. So let's just turn it over to Derek here. Uh, hi, I was. Uh, my question is relative to my investing uh, and uh, retirement portfolio going forward, and it was regarding. I was pretty aggressive in stocks and realized it's time to uh, look for other uh, avenues in my portfolio that were a little less aggressive, and wanted some uh, sense of more security in those investments, and that led me to looking at uh, some of the annuities and the options out there in that investing arena. And therefore, my question is, what are the options that I would have uh, where I would have some safe haven type investments that would have a decent return that would protect some of my assets? All right. Tell me about Derek. Not an unusual request, is it? No, Derek Rabine out of Finley, right? Flag City, Ohio. And, you know, it's a great question. I love how he kind of poses it in that he's kind of realizing, hey, I got to the top of the mountain. I had to take some risks to get there. But, you know, I had a nice long run of 30 or 40 years to get to top of retirement mountain. And now it's like, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to take a look and kick some tires here to think, do I need to keep taking all this risk? And that's the magic question that we have to get people to ask themselves, Randy. And and luckily, Derek asked it for us. Mm -hmm. And when you start looking at his questions, I think it's a great idea because there's a thousand ways to look and invest in safer markets. There's no silver bullet. 
bullet, right, Randy? And it's really cool when people are like, what are my options? You know, Randy, you can kind of talk through what's happening in the market now, and you can start off with obviously cash, right? People can reduce their money to cash. And, you know, obviously that is a uh, very safe haven where you know that you have no risk. You know, people still, believe it or not, CDs still exist. I know you don't hear about them very often, Randy, but people still buy CDs at their local bank. And with interest rates going up, that could be another option that people are kicking tires about. And, you know, and then he said the A word, right? Annuities. And, and I think that's what really spawns a lot of confusion and usually some type of emotional reaction. When people say annuities, it's usually like, oh, I love them or, oh, I hate them or, oh, my financial guy hates them. And when you go through all those different emotions, you really have to pick out okay, what kind of annuities are we talking about? Because there's a lot of different types. And I think there's the more conservative annuity and then there's the more aggressive annuity. Now, because you have fixed annuities that just, it's like a CD, right? Like you, you get 3% a year, there's no gadgets or riders or, or different things to worry about. You just get 3% a year and it's tax deferred. And what that means, Randy, is that you get to grow interest on your unpaid interest and then you pay tax when you pull it out. So it's actually a nice little tax savings that you can actually grow money without paying tax on it, kind of like an IRA. Mm -hmm. So that fixed annuity is the simplest. It's easy. It is what it is. And if you want like a nice three or 4% return or whatever they're paying now, that's one place to look. Then you can kind of go up a stage where it's like, well, now there's a fixed index annuity. What's that? Well, fixed index annuities usually mimic some type of indice or market, you know, the S&P or the, the NASDAQ or different types of index that they actually come up with. And what that does is if the market goes up, you participate in the upside. But if the market goes down, you just plane out at zero. So you have no downside risk or the, how those are typically structured. Now, those are two of the most popular annuities that a lot of retirees are kind of gravitating towards because they're simple and they're easy to understand. And that tax benefit of them growing tax deferred is usually a big win for retirees. Now, what people get hung up on sometimes is, well, how long do I have to buy it? Well, that's up to you. Just like any investment like a CD, the longer you invest in something, the higher interest rates they're probably willing to pay. So I tell people, you know, there's one year, there's three years, there's five years, there's seven years, there's 10 years. And it depends on what you need to use that money for and what access you want. Most of them allow you to access about 10% a year, just in case you ever needed it. But for other folks, you know, they may just say, hey, I don't, I'm not going to touch this money. I just want this to be my CD money. A lot of CDs we see sit there for you know decades without being touched and if that's what you're thinking this could be a good safe haven now randy those are the fixed ones there's also the v word variable annuity and you know we don't have a lot of nice things to say about variable annuities because we think that they're pretty confusing they're very expensive a lot of times there's a lot of upfront commission fees and there's ongoing management fees they're really like a package of mutual funds wrapped in an insurance wrapper and you have to pay for a lot of it and frankly a lot of times it's really hard to make money in those things and they have a lot of confusing rules and sub accounts and an income bucket that you can turn on for five percent but that's that doesn't, that's not real money. And then there's another bucket that's your real money account that goes up and down with the market. It's just a lot to, you know, hopefully for most people to digest and understand. Mm -hmm. So we have people usually steer clear of the variable annuities. So it is interesting. Derek's question is not an unusual one, and it makes complete sense. I've been aggressive my whole life trying to build this pot of money. Now I need to use it. I don't want to lose it. So I want to, and I'll use the Wall Street term, dial back my risk. But it's interesting that Wall Street's answer to that is 60-40, 60% stocks, 40% bonds, or 50-50, or 40-60. And they give you this percentage of how you should stay in the market, but dial back your risk. But then you bring up an annuity and Wall Street goes, oh, no, 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 we don't want to deal with that. That's, oh, they're terrible. And you see it on TV all the time. It's interesting 
that Wall Street's message on dialing back the risk might be exactly opposite of what you might be looking at. Well, they don't have anything to sell. I mean, that, that's just a flat out truth, right? Like the reason they're telling you not to do it is because they're not getting paid for it. There you go. And if you're taking money out of their market, which is the quote unquote mutual funds and stocks and bonds and putting it into an insurance product, you know, that means that they're getting less of the action, less of the fees, less of the investment. So, of course, they're going to demonize annuities. But I think they're a great tool, right? I, a lot of clients are like, I want all my money to be safe. And you know what? If that's how they feel then let's do it, right? Like it's it's a client decision. Some people are 50-50. Some people are 80-20, 90-10, 60-40. You know, I, I agree that it's a client-driven decision, but there's no right answer, Randy. But the thing about it is this decision and the planning around this has become more complicated as we've moved on in years. Your dad may have been able to use Social Security, a pension, and savings and put that savings into some kind of a CD or get some kind of a, a money market or something like that. And those things, just because we're interested interest rates are now are not available. So it's almost as if Wall Street is pushing us into this place where there's more risk. I agree. And, and I also think it's a product of a historically strange market for the last 12 years. And I say strange in a good way. When you have a market where you have interest rates close to zero and you have market returns in the double digits mm. for a decade, people kind of lose perspective on what safe haven <laughs> investments are supposed to be like. It just feels like losing money, right? Why would I have my money in a 1% CD when my, you know, my investments in the market are getting me 10, 12% a year? And it happened year after year, Randy. And Unfortunately, we have very short memories and people don't remember the bad you know, times of 2000 or 2008 when that stock market crashed and, and, and people lost a lot of money. So I think, you know, what we're seeing now is a little bit of a bad year and people are going to start asking those questions that we heard about five or six, maybe even 10 years ago of, all right, well, uh, I made some money here. Where can I put it where I don't have to have as much risk and stare at the stock ticker every morning wondering, you know, what my account value is going to be worth? So these are the questions that a lot of people come in with. It might be your question. Derek asks, you know, I've been aggressive my whole life. I've, I've had that stock portfolio. I've poured money into my 401k, and now I'm getting close to using it. Now I want to dial back that risk. What are my options? Really a very good question. It is one of the boulders that we talk about. It's market risk. Where should you be on that risk scale? You probably know how you are as a person who likes to take risk or doesn't like to take risk. But do you know where your money is right now? And if those two aren't matched up, that's a real part of the discussion with us at Golden Reserve. Let's sit down and build what we call the roadmap for retirement. Let's get that question answered for you, as well as many others. We'll talk about market risk. We'll talk about taxes. Let's talk about the, the money leaking out of your account in taxes and fees. And the big boulder out there is long-term care. You want to talk about losing money in the market? What about six, eight, ten thousand $10,000 a month with a health care event? These are all things we want to protect our money against, and that's what the roadmap is built on. GetYourRoadmap.com. We've set up a website for that. You can go there right now. GetYourRoadmap.com. Fill out a couple of fields there. Our team reaches out to you. We'll sit down, put the papers out on the table and say, what are your concerns? How can we help? GetYourRoadmap.com. Or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk to about a guy who actually built a business on saying, I don't like fees. But what he has to say about fees you're really going to be surprised at. That's coming up next on Expedition Retirement. 
As you age, you should pay a little more attention to your health. As you get closer to retirement, you should pay a little more attention to your money. Suddenly, it's more than just the size of your accounts. It's how are you going to protect it from taxes, market volatility, hidden fees, and the soaring costs of long-term care. That's where the team at Golden Reserve can help. While most financial advisor plans stop at the top of Retirement Mountain, the retirement planners at Golden Reserve are just getting started. Call Golden Reserve for your complimentary Roadmap for Retirement. 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074. Or getyourroadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. You want to find us online? It's getyourroadmap.com. You want to sit down and talk seriously about building a plan for retirement? We have it for you. Getyourroadmap.com. We call it our Roadmap for Retirement. We talk about those four big boulders that a lot of people don't even think about when they get into retirement. We talk about market risk like we did in the last segment, taxes, fees, long-term care. And when we talk about fees... Greg, I don't know that a lot of people even understand what's coming out of their their retirement money. Uh, I mean, if you're packing money into a 401k, who looks at that thing called a prospectus? Nobody. And and I don't know that we know how much this is all costing us, do we? There's, I mean, not even, it's not a question. They definitely don't know what's coming out because if they did, they wouldn't be paying. Mm -hmm. And that's the scary part about the whole system is it's set up to essentially try to hide or move the ball around of how mutual funds or even advisors to some degree or 401k plans get paid. And there's these layers of fees and these deductions and these things that don't show up on your statement. And it becomes very convoluted. And at the end of the day, it usually just looks like it's being netted off your return. So you really don't know what's going on. You're like, well, I, I made 5%. Well, what if you made 10% and 5% of that was fees, right? Mm -hmm. Like you'd be kind of upset. But the way it's set up, you know, unfortunately, it'd be great if every year you just cut a check and you knew exactly what you're paying for your services, you know, how everything else in the world's set up. But instead, in the financial services industry, it's set up with this hide the ball game of how can we try to skin off more of your retirement account without you really understanding what's going on. It's scary, Randy. Well, Jack Bogle, you may know that name, John Bogle, Jack Bogle. He was the guy who was the head of Vanguard, and he basically invented the mutual fund. But he was a guy who basically stood for low fees. And you know that if you have money at Vanguard, in many cases, the fees are lower. But Jack actually, on a program on PBS, explained the fee structure of a mutual fund very, very quickly. Take a listen to this. Well, you have to rely on somebody to get out of compound interest table and look at the impact over an investment lifetime. Do you really want to invest in a system where you put up 100% of the capital, you're the mutual fund shareholder, you take 100% of the risk, and you get 30% of the return? 100% of the money you put up, 100% of the risk, but you get 30% of the payout. That doesn't sound like a good system to me. Oh, man, I love Jack Bogle, man. He is he is one of the pioneers ahead of his time. You know, God rest his soul. He he was the guy that was ahead of the curb. I mean, they wrote books about this back in the 60s and 70s about how managed money could never really end up beating the index's net fees. And that's really was what Jack tried to get people to understand, which was, you know, his famous quote was, you know, stop trying to find the needle in the haystack. 
just buy the haystack. Right. And that was his kind of claim to fame where he said, just buy the S&P 500 and you can do it for 20 bips or, you know, 0.2% as opposed to trying to pay these money managers, you know, 1% or even 2% to try to somehow find a way to beat these indexes that have been self-balancing and self-managing themselves for decades. And he kind of proved it over and over again. And that's why Vanguard took off. I mean, that was really their secret sauce, Randy. So the idea that there's money coming out is probably foreign to a lot of people. One of the things you do with the Roadmap for Retirement is you shine a light on that. It's called the fee filter. So when you do shine a light on that, what do you find and what's the reaction of the people sitting at the table? Well, you know, the fee filter, like all of our tools in the Roadmap for Retirement, is supposed to help them understand where you're at right now, right? You know, people got up the mountain, they, they worked real hard, and they have all these, you know, investments, and they have all these concerns and questions, and they're the top of Retirement Mountain. And now it's like, well, let's see exactly what you have before you start changing things. Because that's the big risk, Randy, is that people start frantically trying to move things around or stay the same course, and they don't even know what they have. So the fee filter is built to show them exactly where they're at right now in this place in time with two things. One, you know, essentially what level of risk, which we use with the market flashlight, and then we turn around and do the fee filter, which shows them, hey, what are you paying to the penny for each of your mutual funds or your variable annuities? What are you paying exactly? And what returns are you getting out of that investment so that they can see if it's worth it? I mean, that's the idea here. If you're paying a big fee, you should be getting a big return. That's kind of the idea, right? If the more you pay, hopefully the better the performance. And if that's not happening, what that does for people is it's great. It shows them, wow, this is like three times as expensive as this investment. Let's get rid of that one. And let's try to replace this one with a more retirement friendly investment. Greg, you know, what what, what do we do there? Doing things like that really show people, oh, man, this is exactly what's been missing in my retirement, which is I didn't really have any transparency of understanding how much I was paying for my investments. And the reason is simple, Randy. We had to actually invest in software to get this information. It's not like someone can just grab it from their, you know, quarterly statement. They actually have to plug these investments in manually to a Morningstar report. And then it turns around and then shows the exact fees coming out of their investments. You know, the thing about the financial industry, though, is there's one thing that where there's fees associated with your investment. There's another thing when you have an advisor who is charging you fees for their service. And as we've talked about, the more money you have, the more they charge. I mean, we talked about I, I was thinking about this the other day. So say, for instance, you have a Chevy pickup and you bring it in for service and it's going to get a brake job. And so you're sitting there and the car's outside and you sit down in the nice cushy chair because, you know, it's going to be a couple of hours. And then in back of your truck comes another truck, which is exactly the same truck. And the guy sits down right next to you and you say, well, what are you in for? And he said, brake job. And so are you. But he pays a thousand dollars and you pay two thousand dollars. And why is that? Because the guy at the cash register said, how much money do you make? And you go, what? And, and he charged you more money because you make more money. And that's what the financial industry does. They charge you more money because you have more money. And that doesn't seem right at all. No, it doesn't. You know, we, we beat this drum all the time, and it's hard for people to hear the drum when they're making money, right? Like when people are making 12%, and they end up getting a 10% return, they're still pretty happy. And they affiliate that return with the performance of their advisor's choices. And unfortunately, there's a lot, it's hard for them to kind of get their hands around that. It's really the market, not the financial advisor that's really making all of this sing. But at the end of the day, Randy, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. 
services should be charged by the amount of work you do yes. and the value add, not the amount of zeros in your account. And unfortunately, this is just a really lazy way of doing it, right? They just look at your account, slap on a percent, and that's it. And no one really seems to care as long as you're making money, right? And that's another sad thing, like the compounding. I love when Bogle said, get your, your calculator out, because, you know, if you think about that over the course of a retirement, we're not talking about thousands or tens of thousands. We're talking about hundreds of thousands or maybe even millions of dollars of fees that are being siphoned off systematically every year off your account that could end up being there for your surviving spouse, your kids, your grandkids. We're talking about creating generational wealth that could exist if we just trim some of the fat that's coming off of those percentage fees. Well, there are a couple of different kinds of fees that you may or may not know about. There's fees that are associated with your investment, and they're very small, but they all add up. If you got 10 mutual funds in your 401k, each one of them has some kind of a fee, and that all adds up, and that's coming out of your pocket. And then if you have an advisor, there are fees that are associated with that as well. And you may not know about that, but this is what you need to know about in your retirement years. As Greg has said many times, this is the system they built for you on the way up the mountain. But on the way down the mountain, why are you paying these fees? Let's put a, a flashlight on that. Let's shine a light on that. The roadmap for retirement shines a light on all sorts of things. The risk that you're taking, market risk, the taxes that you're paying, the fees that you're paying, and what is ahead for you if there is a health event and long-term care expenses start to take place. Are you ready for all of that? We can help you with it. GetYourRoadmap.com is the website that we've set up so you can build your own Roadmap for Retirement. We do this at no charge. Complimentary. Give us a call or go to our website and start right there. GetYourRoadmap.com or you can give us a call. Here's our number, 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. So, Greg, one of the things that we've talked about a lot is inflation. Everybody is paying more at the pump. They're paying more at the grocery store. They're paying more for everything. And I know that we've done stories about how people delayed their retirement due to COVID. I've got a story in front of me that says 13% of people who are getting ready to retire are saying, no, I'm not going to retire now because of inflation. And that to me sounds like there's something wrong with their plan or they don't have a plan. What is wrong with somebody's retirement plan if they put it off because of inflation? Well, I think it has a lot to do with this kind of magic number syndrome, right? Like the market, the TV shows, the commercials, the financial advisor industry, everyone has people obsessing about a magic number. And this arbitrary number that really has nothing to do with their retirement, I, I go back to the fact that I have never seen a homeless retiree because they ran out of money, right? Like these are, these are things that just don't happen on our spectrum, right? Like those things don't come to fruition. They are tactics that the industry uses to try to scare people into keeping money in more expensive investments, higher risk investments, most likely mutual funds or variable annuities, or paying a financial advisor a percentage fee to keep managing their money longer and longer, trying to get one more year out of them. One more 1% fee for that $500,000 401k IRA. I'm just going to try to get one more $5,000 check before they retire and most likely transition their investments to safer you know, havens such as annuities or other items that may not be paying that same 1% fee. And when I see that, it makes me sad because most people that walk in our door are ready to retire. I mean, that, that's the, just the truth, Randy. There's no magic number. And I always like to tell them, you know, congratulations. They're like, well, Greg, we're not there yet. I'm like, you're there. Trust me. You know, we see your expenses. We can do the math. You're there. And they have to understand you can't buy 
more time with your kids. Can't buy more time with your your spouse. You can't buy more time with your grandkids. And if you've set that clock at sixty and you're ready to walk away, I mean, feel comfortable that you're going to walk away. There's no way to time the market or time inflation. There's never going to be a perfect time to pull that rip cord and pop out of the seat and kind of ride off in your golden years. You'll just you might just have to adjust your plan a little bit, Randy. I mean, that's really what life's all about is you know being able to adjust and maneuver the different things that you'll have to do to enjoy your retirement. Now, if you're retired with $55 in your checking account, I'm probably saying that you're going to have to work a little longer, yeah. Randy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but for most folks, they've got a big retirement. They've got their social security and they're just playing this arbitrary game of trying to get another hundred thousand dollars or trying to i'm trying to get to a million for some reason that seems to be people's number i'm trying to get to a million or i'm trying to get to five hundred thousand or seven hundred fifty thousand and i kind of scratch my head and say you know what do you plan on doing in retirement oh nothing we're just trying to you know hang around the kids like so so yeah, I mean, you're kind of like, well, you got Social Security coming in or you got your retirement STRS pension. Like, what do you guys plan on spending? Like, well, what's where's this number coming from? Yeah, don't just keep working because of momentum. You know, you, you do it. You've done it for 40 years. Every Monday you get up and you go and you do a five day work week. Don't do that. Sit down and say, you know, I'm mentally ready to retire. Am I financially ready to retire? If those two things match up, let's do it. Let's pull the trigger. Let's go. Give us a call at Golden Reserve and let's sit down and see if those numbers work out. We do a complimentary meeting called the Roadmap for Retirement. We'll put one together for you and let's see if all of this matches up. You can find us online, getyourroadmap.com. Just start right there, fill out a couple of fields there, and our team will reach out to you. We'll get a meeting scheduled, get a date on a calendar, and let's start right there. You can also give us a call, 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. You know, one of the other things that I think about is this story about, we've done this, the Great Resignation. About 2.6 million people have retired since the pandemic began. And they just decided to hang it up. And now everything is more expensive. And some of these people are coming out of retirement because they just didn't figure on anything like this happening. Now, one of the things that you build in the roadmap for retirement is market risk and inflation and taxes. And if all of these things change, we've got to be able to change with it. You have to have a plan, Greg, that you can set but not forget. You can set it and continue to work it as you work your way through retirement. That's exactly right. And don't hit the panic button, right? We understand the gas is scary and we understand that some of the cost of goods is scary, but like, let's sit down and actually do the math. I think some people haven't broken it down. You know, believe it or not, a lot of baby boomers view retirement as not cutting into their savings. So like, if they have to cut into their million dollars and it goes below a million dollars, they hit the panic button. Mm-hmm. And we have to kind of coach them through and help them understand it. it's okay. The idea of having this money was to spend it, not to just, you know, have it to, to shovel from another account to another account to another generation. It's free to enjoy it and free to spend it. And I know that sounds crazy because everyone's like, I'm going to spend it, but we don't see that, right? Like most people are pretty, you know, frugal and conservative when it comes to their retirement spending. And when we show them that these changes that have been happening in the world around them, the inflation isn't really going to move the needle for them. They just need to kind of relax and turn off the television because that's all it does, Randy. All the noise on all the social media and all the TV is just built to sell toasters, right? I would joke and say, we're selling more toasters and that's all they're doing. They're trying to get you to click on things to buy stuff or to buy financial services or to scare you. It's not about news anymore. It's about buying and consumerism. And that's the scary part where we have to get them disengaged and say, listen, let's just do some math. How much do you think you'd spend? And 
then I like triple it. And then I show them how that they can live for another 40 or 50 years, you know, with that spending with very modest returns. And, and that brings them a lot of comfort where it's like, congratulations, you don't ever have to think about money again. And that's where you want to get people and, and don't just scramble. And then I got to go find a job or I got to go jump back in the work because I got to stay above my magic number because that's what I was told. Or there was a green arrow on TV that I have to follow. Like none of that makes sense, right? At the end of the day, you have to build your own retirement, you know, path. And, and that's what we want to do for folks. Well, we all want to retire. Very few of us want to come out of retirement because we're forced to. We want you to spend in retirement, but we want you to spend in retirement with confidence. And that's the key. Let's give you that confidence. Let's sit down and have the meeting of how it's all going to work. And let's have you walk away from that meeting feeling confident, feeling that you can do this, that you're ready mentally, you're ready financially. Here's our number. Here's our website. Let's start today. Give us a call and let's put some of these numbers down on paper. Let's give you that kind of power. GetYourRoadmap.com. GetYourRoadmap.com. That's a special website we've set up. You can start right there. Easy to remember. GetYourRoadmap.com. And we'll uh, have you put a little information there. Our team will reach out to you. Or you can give us a call right now. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we talk a lot about these people that manage money at high levels for these big Wall Street firms. How are they doing? You'd think they'd be really, really smart and really, really good at their jobs. That's not what the numbers show. And we'll tell you that story coming up next on Expedition Retirement. For 30 years, you've been waiting for your retirement account statements to arrive each month. You're happy when it's up and you're bummed when it's down. That's climbing up Retirement Mountain, but it's no plan for getting down the mountain. At Golden Reserve, our retirement planners focus on protecting your money from the long trip down. Things like high taxes and fees, unnecessary market risk, and the rising cost of long-term care. It's time for the right planner at the right time. It's time to call Golden Reserve. Call for your complimentary roadmap for retirement. 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074. Or at GetYourRoadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. You just hear that word retirement. It's off there in the distance and you go, yeah, one of these days I got to sit down and start thinking about that. Or maybe it's getting close and you say, I really need to talk to somebody about this. Well, that's why we have this show to kind of introduce you to some of the things that you may have to deal with and somebody who can help. That's the team at Golden Reserve. And we invite you to check out our website today, which is GetYourRoadMap.com. So Greg has a book coming out this uh, spring and uh, how, how are we coming along with the book here Greg are we are we getting closer we are getting closer I uh, it took a little longer than I thought um, I actually am not doing what most people do which is pay someone to write it I'm actually writing it so mm -hmm. it, it's taken a little bit more time than I thought but it's been a lot of fun a lot of it's the history of the financial industry which I'm obviously passionate about understanding how it started back around you know 1978 and how it's progressed now how it's morphed how it's changed and really the most shocking part of the book is you know so Americans just aren't very good at retirement because we haven't been doing it very long. Mm -hmm. we, we're not very good at planning for it because at the end of the day, you know, people didn't really start retiring until the early 80s. And America didn't really start kicking butt then either, right? We started accumulating a lot of wealth as a middle class and upper middle class right around that time too. So there wasn't really anything to do because we were still kind of touching the Great Depression years, Randy. And 
this story kind of walks you through the first half of the book of, man, how did we get here? And this doesn't seem to be really where we want to be from a retiree standpoint for most folks. And where should we look? Where should we go? So the second half of the book really talks about the evolution of where retirement planning should go for that everyday retiree, that sub $2 million you know, person that comprises 99% of the country where, hey, who should I look to? Where should I look? How should I pay? What should I think about? And that's really the premise of the book, Brandy, is hopefully helping retire have some tools to finally fight back and hopefully take some of the control back over their retirement. Well, the name of the book is Fire Your Financial Advisor. So <laughs> he, he doesn't pull any punches, that is for sure. Well, as you look at your 401k and you've got a mutual fund here and a bond fund here and all these different things, every single one of those funds has a fund manager, somebody who's making the decisions on what to buy and what to sell and when to do it and hopefully make you money, move that fund forward. Well, each year, there's a metric that shows how these fund managers do. And these are the guys, they're supposed to be the smartest, the brightest of Wall Street. Last year, 79% of them failed to beat the S&P 500. Over the last 10 years, 86% of them underperformed. What is the problem here? These are the supposed to be the really, really smart people. So on CNBC, this is Bob Pisani. He's one of the anchors, and he says, this is why it's so hard. And what I see year after year in the research is, number one, they charge too much, the active managers, so their fees eat in, into whatever outperformance they have. Uh, they're overconfident in their ability to pick winners, so there's some behavioral economics effects there. And market timing is impossible to get right consistently because you have to be right going into the trade and then right going out. Chances of doing that are very small. And finally, the opposite of they're dumb. There is really tough competition. The competition is professional, it's smart, and it's getting smarter all of the time. They haven't done it right 79% of the time. These guys wouldn't even be good weathermen, okay? Um, Greg, what is the problem here? I like this Bob guy. <laughs> I, I, I really like what he's saying. I mean, you know, I feel like sometimes in a world where you're feeling like no one else is paying attention, you're going a little crazy. It feels refreshing to have someone say the obvious. Mm -hmm. And the obvious is, is that, you can't beat the market consistently, and you certainly can't beat it net fees. Mm -hmm. I mean, a book was written, I want to say in the 60s or 70s, called A Random Walk Down Wall Street. Yep. And this guy basically said this. And then obviously, God bless Jack Bogle. He's been, he started saying it when Vanguard was growing and growing and, and really beating these same points into the ground, which is, they're overcharging. And, you know, I looked up, I was kind of curious. I was like, how much do these fund managers make? You know, I was kind of, I, I was kind of guessing and we had a little internal bet here in the, in the office. We were way off. You will not believe this. The number one fund manager, I believe in 2020 was Izzy Englander. You won't believe this. $3.6 billion he made in one year. With a B? With a B. This guy made $3.6 billion managing hedge fund. And if you go down the, the top 25 list, I think the top 10 are all in the billions, Randy. Oh the freaking billions. They make billions of dollars a year managing money. And really, just like you said, this and this uh, Bob Pisani mentioned, they're guessing. They have tools. They're smart. They see trends. But the market's so unpredictable. They can't 
know when a Ukraine war is going to break out or, you know, a COVID pandemic and all these things and, all, you know, the price of a thousand different types of gas and metals and all this fun stuff gets bundled up into the market. And it's just too complicated. And what they found out and coincidentally, what we talk about in the book that you mentioned earlier is, you know, it was all about selling. Let's brand it. Let's sell it. And let's give it to people that aren't going to ask any questions. And that's really what they've done for the last 40 years pretty successfully, which is let's just package these things up in mutual funds, sell them to the masses. And then hopefully, like he mentioned, let's hope the market responds kindly and they won't get too focused on the overcharging of fees, which is my biggest hot button is the first one. When you start charging 1% just for the mutual fund itself, and then the advisor's taking another 1%, I mean, you're taking off 2% just for what? For randomly picking a fee, you know, a mutual fund, Randy, that just seems, that seems crazy to me. Well, you think about it, we all have a job and in your job, there is a set of things that you have to accomplish in your job. These are your job descriptions, right? This is what you have to do on a daily basis. This is where we want you to be in a month, in two months, in three months. If you underperformed 79% of the time, would you keep your job? Hell no. You'd be fired. And these guys are making billions of dollars a year, and they're still keeping their jobs underperforming. It doesn't seem right, but again, this is the financial industry that we're all having to play in. Right. And and I think we then thank them when the market, which has nothing to do with them, really, <laughs> performs. We then sensationalize their performance. Oh, my guy or my gal's great. They, yeah. they, they you know, uh, you got to talk to my person around the corner. Who, and they didn't have anything to do with it. They just happened to get lucky. It's like being at the blackjack table and you having someone stand there. And as you're going, they're saying hit, hit. Hold. And then they charge 1%. And then they take credit when you win. I mean, it, it's, it really doesn't make any sense. I mean, that you're like, just, I, I don't understand what's right. going on here. And unfortunately, that's the market we built. And now with more information coming out and people like Jack Bogle and Bob Pisani, you know, we're starting to crack the dam a little bit, Randy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm hoping the retirees continue to wake up and start to ask the better questions of what am I paying? Because that's something you can directly influence day one. It has nothing to do with the market. It has nothing to do with taxes. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. You can directly influence tens of thousands of dollars that you can save every year just by focusing on fees. So Greg came to me not long ago. He says, we're going to start saying this term on the show, helping retirees fight back. And this is a classic example of that, Greg, is we've been given this system that we're supposed to play in. And I don't like it. And I don't think anybody should when they see things like this. How do we fight back? So we need to know, A, how much we're paying, and B, what are the alternatives we can cut that bill down? That's exactly right. I mean, it starts with information. When people start off with trying to sell you something, you have to realize, you know, that's probably not a good place to start your journey. But if someone starts off by helping you understand exactly where you're at, what your tax liability is, what your market risk is, what fees you're paying for your advisor, what fees you're paying for your investments. And then last but not least, talking about the big issues like, well, what happens if you go in a nursing home? Well, that's not an investment issue, but it's a retirement issue. And unfortunately, you know, the word retirement planning has become exclusively synonymous with picking investments, Randy, and that isn't right. Retirement includes a lot of other boulders and risks that need to be talked about because it isn't just about picking investments anymore. It's much broader than that. So that's why we've built the roadmap for retirement to take care of these four boulders that we talk about, things that you may not have dealt with at all going up retirement mountain. You've saved, you've invested, and now you find out, holy cow, look at what they're taking out 
as I've been doing this. I don't want this to happen in my retirement years. Let's shine a light on that. Let's do the fee filter for you. Let's talk about taxes and build a tax map for you. Let's talk about market risk and put the shine the light on how much risk you're taking to get what you're getting. And then, of course, as Greg says, long-term care. It's that big boulder that's out there that nobody wants to talk about. But I, I love the way Greg says it. You've spent 40 years getting here. Can you spend 15 minutes talking about one of the biggest risks to retirement? We need to have that conversation. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website. We do these appointments complimentary. We'll put together a roadmap for retirement for you at no charge. Start here. Getyourroadmap.com. Real easy. Getyourroadmap.com. Website will take you through all the steps. You can also give us a call, 855 546 2074, 855-546-2074. Let's start on that road today. All right, so let's talk a little bit about another one of the boulders here, the tax boulder. And I just pulled a headline that I wanted you to make comment about. This is from Kiplinger, and it says, don't let unexpected taxes diminish your retirement dreams. And that pretty much says it all, Greg. What are the unexpected taxes that people deal with in retirement? That's a great question. And I think it starts with the confusion of the difference between tax planning and tax preparation. Everybody knows what April 15th is, Randy, right? That's when you've got to prepare your taxes. Yep. You got to look backwards, right? You got to see what happened and you got to pay the piper. Maybe you get a return. That's very common, but that isn't tax planning. The unexpected taxes are what happens when people don't do that other step I just mentioned. They don't do the tax planning, not preparation part. And when I talk about tax planning, I'm talking about the biggest debt on almost everyone's balance sheet when they retire, which is their IRA. And that IRA is a pre-tax kind of ticking tax time bomb that no one wants to really talk about. They don't know what to do with. Their financial advisor doesn't want them to touch it. They say, hey, just wait till you're 72. And that's the problem, Randy, is that this thing that has been delivering statements to you essentially since you started working and growing you have to realize that's not all your money. And that's a hard pill to swallow. You're like, what do you mean? It says it's, it's worth $500,000. Well, actually, it's probably worth closer to $300,000 if you don't do any planning. And they're like, what do you mean? Well, you owe Uncle Sam that amount out of your IRA because you haven't paid tax on it. And that really gets people scratching their heads. And then they think, well, I'm just going to give it to my kid and it'll be fine. Well, it won't be fine. That tax liability transfers to your spouse, which we call, you know, the widow's penalty. And then it transfers to the kids, which we call the kiddo's penalty. And a lot of times when it does that, the tax liability that follows is higher than what it would have been if you did the tax planning in retirement while you were still alive. And that is what Uncle Sam is counting on. He is hoping that you kick the can, that you don't touch this, or you just take out the minimum RMDs, those required minimum draws that start up around 72. And he hopes that you forget about it and listen to that financial advisor that told you to forget about it because he knows he's going to get a huge payday, maybe as high as 30 or 40 cents on the dollar, almost half your IRA, Randy, if it goes to the kids and they end up having to take it all out in those kids' peak working years because you know what? It gets taxed at your kids' tax rates, not your when they inherit it. Wow. So these are uh, classic examples of the differences between going up the mountain and going down the mountain. When we go up the mountain, we know if we make more money on our paycheck, we're probably going to pay more taxes. 
But in your retirement years, we all have this idea, Greg, that I won't be making as much money. I'm not working anymore, so I'll probably pay less taxes in retirement. And that is not always the case, is it? It's not. And what people need to realize is it's still income when it comes out of your IRA. That's what people have a hard time understanding. When you take something out of your IRA, a qualified account, a pre-tax account, you know, whether it be a 401k, an IRA, whatever, a 403b, whatever that account is called, it's a pre-tax qualified account. When you take money out of it, it is income. It gets added to your 1040 just as if you were working. And the more you take out, the higher you could bump up in the different tax rates. So when people start planning for retirement, they're thinking, well, I don't want to pay any tax. And that's the big misstep that everyone starts with. Well, if I don't have to pay tax, I won't pay tax, right, Randy? I'm 65. I have another seven years that I don't have to touch my IRA. I can win. And what they should be thinking is, how do I get the money out of this IRA paying the least amount of tax possible? And the answer almost universally is start taking money out the second you retire in the right increments to keep you in lower tax brackets so that when you take it out, you're, you're taking it out on your terms and your tax rates that you're choosing, not Uncle Sam's. You're planning on how to really stick it to Uncle Sam and make sure he's getting the least amount possible, not his plan of waiting and hoping and seeing and then taking a big hit at the end. We are actually detaxing on our terms, on the retirees' terms across the course of their life, and we call that our tax map, Randy. That's part of our roadmap for retirement. It's a huge part of our planning where we want to help make sure with our the help of our CPAs on staff here that we are navigating and pulling out the right amount of money so it doesn't screw up people's Medicare, Part Ds, and all that other stuff to ensure that we are taking out on our terms and again minimizing the taxes due i just like if there's anything that you take away from today's show is greg's got a plan for me to stick it to uncle sam just that i need a bumper sticker i think greg we need to we need to market that so having a plan for taxes in retirement i mean you go through your life and you save and you save and you save and then something happens the refrigerator breaks the water heater leaks the car breaks down and you have a, a temporary setback and you can't put as much money in savings and you might have to cut back for a month but when you're in retirement what if every single year you had this unexpected bill and it was taxes you don't want that let's have a plan for that let's sit down and build a tax strategy let's run the tax map for you it's a part of our roadmap for retirement let's talk about market risk taxes fees long-term care. Let's talk about these big boulders in retirement that seldom anybody goes into retirement talking about. That's what the roadmap for retirement is. GetYourRoadmap.com. We set up our special website for you. GetYourRoadmap.com. Go there right now. Follow the steps. We'll get you on the calendar. Get an appointment. They are complimentary. No charge. Let's build that roadmap for retirement. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. That's 855 855- 546-2074. We'll take a break and be right back with more Expedition Retirement. Stats show the trip climbing down the mountain can be more hazardous than the trip climbing to the top. Retirement can be the same way. You spend all your efforts saving, believing that will get you through retirement. But that just gets you to the top. The most difficult times are getting down the mountain or through retirement. The team at Golden Reserve focuses their practice on protecting your money on the way down. Their complimentary roadmap for retirement is designed to deal with unexpected taxes, high investment fees, market risk, and the high cost of long-term care. 
Get your roadmap today at 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074 or getyourroadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. Online, you can find us at Golden Reserve at GetYourRoadmap.com. Do you have a written plan for retirement, taking into consideration not only markets and things like Social Security and things like that, but have you thought about taxes? Have you thought about the fees that you're paying? All these different things that we're going to deal with in retirement, we take that into consideration and build a plan for it. We call it the Roadmap for Retirement. Give us a look online, GetYourRoadmap.com. All right, so sometimes I watch these financial news networks and I take a look at financials things. And in the Wall Street Journal, this one popped out at me. This is Stuart Ritter. He is a financial planner, and he says one of the ways to make your money last is take a look at what you've saved and split it into two halves. Here he is. Let's take a listen to this. One of the ways I ask people to think about it is think of your 30-year retirement as the first 15 years and the second 15 years. That second 15 years means conceptually you're not using half your money until you're 80, 85, 90, 95 years old when the cost of cruise tickets and visiting the grandkids and hip replacements are probably going to be significantly higher. So don't get so focused on what happens at 65 that you set up a portfolio just for that year. Recognize your portfolio needs to carry you through those 30 years. Mm, it seems very simple. Uh, what do you think of that concept there, Greg? Oh, gosh, these guys, <laughs> you know, my mom said, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. I uh -oh. think I'll leave it with, with regards to this guy. I think I'll leave it at that. And I'll explain, you know, some of the fallacies that he's kind of assuming, which is, you know, I don't know about you, Randy, but I have a plan to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And when I go to the grocery store, how often is that plan accurate? Right. Like, like, do you always just get just what you were looking for? Never, never. I mean, we can't even figure out we're going to do it at the darn grocery store 15 minutes after we made a decision. <laughs> and this guy wants us to iron out 30 years of projected spending like that's impossible. That's not how people think. That's not how people live. That's not how people are. And not to mention, you know, as we're going through this, it makes way more sense to understand what the general hopes and plans are for retirement, because as you, you know, work your way through retirement, unexpected things will happen. There'll be things you thought you love Florida, and then you'll realize it's too hot. Mm. And, you know, you thought that you were going to essentially have, you know, time with your grandkids, and, and they'll be around, and all of a sudden they move to California. So retirement is iterative. It changes. There's different fluidity of it, and that will affect your budget, and that'll affect what you do and how you do it and how you spend. And you need to be more flexible and not so rigid in spending your first half. I mean, because what that's going to do is probably push you to feel guilty if you're not spending it. So you may be spending a lot more than you really need to. And that could be kind of scary because what happens in our world is, well, an unexpected health event happens. And we find that people usually end up spending a lot less money in the latter half of their retirement or maybe that fourth quarter retirement because they're not doing as much. You know, you're not as mobile. You're not running around as much. Or maybe if you do have to go into a facility, you're not spending as much. And those are things that we want people to think about when they're planning, which is, wow, if I end up do getting in a facility, what does that mean for my retirement savings for my spouse? Or ultimately, you know, how does that affect my quality of life? And all those things have to be factored in, not just to what this Ritter guy was talking about, a managing portfolio, because it can't, the problem can't be solved with just investments, Randy. So that makes sense, I guess. Instead of using that mindset of splitting my retirement in half, from an investment standpoint, you can split your retirement in half from a needs standpoint. And that brings us to that big boulder that we talk about, and that's long-term care. How do we afford that? 
There's a survey from the people at Bankers Life, and they said 56% of people believe that Medicare will cover the expenses of long-term care. 74% of these people said they should be able to handle their health care needs of them and their spouse in their latter retirement years. They may be in for a big shock on that one, aren't they, Greg? Unfortunately, they are. Um, for the last over decade, I've been a elder law attorney by trade. These are the situations I deal with almost daily. So we are intimately aware of some of the challenges and misconceptions that people come into this realm thinking and feeling. And unfortunately, it's usually the worst day of their life, Randy, right? Outside the passing of a loved one, when you get a diagnosis of Alzheimer's or dementia, it's earth shattering to the family, the spouse, the kids. It's overwhelming. They're getting all different types of advice. And it's really confusing. And the first thing they assume, and a lot of times it's tied to like a fall. Someone falls, they break their hip, they go through the rehabilitation portion of the treatment in the skilled care facility and their Medicare is paying. So the I guess the pump fake for them is they feel pretty good because Medicare is paying during that time period most times. So they're thinking, oh, okay, Medicare is paying. We don't have much to worry about. Well, what they don't realize is Medicare will only pay up to 100 days. And the idea of Medicare, I always explain it like this, Medicare is to get up, get healthy, and get out. And that is the only thing Medicare is set up for in these situations where they are trying to help a loved one, you know, assess, hey, are they getting better? And I want to say after 30 or 40 days, if you're not showing signs of improvement, you're not guaranteed 100 days, Randy. Mm -hmm. They'll actually kick you off of Medicare, and then you have to private pay. So Medicare is not a long-term, long-term care solution is what we always want to tell our clients. It'll help get you started and understand what's going on. But if that broken hip turns into a prognosis where mom or dad may not be leaving the nursing home or the skilled facility, then it gets very expensive expensive very quickly when you're looking at six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month that you weren't expecting to come out of your retirement funds can be pretty scary. And that's what we want to really get people thinking about is, well, first of all, Medicare is not going to solve the problems. But second of all, you know, they said 74 percent think that they'll be able to handle it. Well, Unfortunately, I got another statistic. 75% will need some form of long-term care over the age of 65 at some point of their life. That means it's almost a statistical certainty you will need some help aging, Randy. And that number makes a lot of sense because we're living longer. And because we're living longer, we're going to need help aging. And that's what people have to get their hands around. It's kind of a double-edged sword. We get to live longer in our lives and enjoy more things and more quality of life. But the chances of because we're living longer, you know, we're going to need some help. And that could be in the form of home care, assisted living, or even skilled care in, you know, the big nasty, you know, nursing home work. Yet nobody wants to talk about this. Everybody wants to talk about investments and they want to talk about markets and all that kind of thing. But if you said to somebody, I'm going to put you in an investment that's going to lose six, eight, ten thousand dollars a month. And you go, are you out of your mind? But that's what long term care is. And that is probably the biggest risk to your money in retirement. It's definitely the largest risk in retirement. And the scary part is because we're living longer and we're seeing a higher uptick of cognitive disorders, things like Alzheimer's and dementia, people are physically healthy, but mentally they need that support, which means the stays are becoming longer, which means the liability to their retirement is becoming larger. When we're seeing stays in excess of three, four, five years, I mean, you can do the math pretty quick, mm -hmm. Randy, at, at six, seven, even $10,000 a month, that could be four, five, $600,000 
coming out of your retirement that could really impoverish your surviving spouse. I mean, that's where the, the it starts to get scary was when you go into a facility, you know, people think Medicaid's going to help after if Medicare won't. Well, they don't realize Medicaid's set up to pay when you run out of money, not when you have money. And that's a scary thing. People think that, you know, oh, this is all going to be taken care of. That's why I paid in the system. And it's actually not, you know, Medicaid, if you have, if you're a widow or single, they don't really kick in until you lost everything. And if you're a surviving spouse and your spouse goes in, you can like live in the house, but they're going to put a lien on it when Medicaid turns on. And then also you can only keep about $120,000, $130,000, Randy, out of all of your assets. And people don't know that. They're like, what do you mean? Well, you have to spend that all down before Medicaid will kick in and, and, and cover the pill. So what's the answer here? I know that long-term care insurance is just out of sight and it's almost become a dinosaur. What do we do? So it's an interesting question. Obviously, financial advisors usually don't broach the subject because they don't have anything to sell. That's the sad truth. No one wants, like you said, no one wants to buy long-term care insurance because it's either too expensive or they can't qualify for it anymore. So what we see and what we do is we try to use other tools outside of investments. So a lot of times, estate planning and elder law attorneys can be a great solution to shield against some of this risk. They have great tools like asset protection trusts, and they can do emergency planning in situations where no planning was ever put in place where they can come in and help build plans both, you know, pre-issue or post-issue that can really help shield, frankly, Randy, the majority of your retirement if you so choose. And it comes at a pretty reasonable cost. I mean, I, it's, it's shocking that more people don't use elder law and estate plan attorneys to help shield some of the, their assets against the largest risk in retirement, which is, of course, the nursing home. I mean, it's not even arguable. So this is one of the reasons that Greg built the practice at Golden Reserve the way he has, to have elder law attorneys, attorneys, people in the legal area that are going to help you along these lines. Also, people that will help you in the financial area, people that will help you in the tax area, people who have built their careers in these areas, and Greg puts them all available to you. That's what it is to build the roadmap for retirement, bring all these people together to work for you. We do this at no charge. We will put together a roadmap for retirement and take all of these things into consideration. This is a big boulder in retirement, the long term care issue. We want to make sure that we solve that for you as you sit down at the table. Tough conversation, but one that we need to have. Let's sit down and build that roadmap for you. Easy to do? GetYourRoadmap.com. That's our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. You can also give us a call. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden 
Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN Insurance License Number 1655411.